So, you launch a book, finally. And maybe it doesn't go so well. Maybe you launch to absolute crickets, or maybe you get a few sales from friends and family or from your email list, but after the initial sales, you're totally at a loss for how to get more. At that point, you might just hear this very, very common advice, and it is, start writing your next book. The best way to advertise your first book is to write the second one. Guys, that is terrible advice, okay? Just terrible. The people saying it are probably trying to be helpful, but it's still terrible advice. Today, we're going to talk about why that's bad advice, why people suggest it, why you shouldn't follow it, and what you should do instead if a book launch flops, okay? Stay tuned. Hey there, aspiring fiction author. Do you dream of writing fiction that connects with readers and makes you money? Do you struggle to finish your manuscripts, dealing with indecision as to the plot or all-out writer's block? Are you sick of feeling that each time you write and publish a book, you're rolling the dice as to how the book will be received and how much money, if any, you'll make? Tired of hearing that marketing is a game of luck and testing and hopefully one day it will all come together for you. So you either give up amassing a file full of half-finished manuscripts and stop marketing altogether because nothing seems to be working, or you push through feeling constantly uncertain and wondering how on earth the top-selling authors on Amazon are doing it. There is a way to simplify and streamline, a step-by-step process you can follow so you can finish your books with confidence, know your marketing will get results, and build a fiction business that sustains you. Hi, I'm Liesl, fiction coach, Christian manifestation enthusiast, and USA Today bestselling author. Want to steal all my secrets? Grab a pen and paper and put on your comfy slippers, because I'm about to teach you fiction writing and marketing secrets not being taught in the fiction author space, and those secrets will make all the difference in your fiction author success. Let's dive right in. Okay, so let's go through this. You finally finish your manuscript, yay! And then you do all the things leading up to actually launching it, right? Maybe you do a pre-order, you upload it to all the platforms it'll be on, of course you've got a great cover by now, you mess with the blurb until you feel like it's just perfect, you tell everybody that, that you know that it's gonna be coming out and when, and then finally the big day arrives. It is launch day for your book. And you don't really see that many sales, right? So to help things along, maybe you start posting it um, in Facebook groups and on your personal social media accounts. You get lots of congratulations and that's so cool kind of comments, but each time you check that KDP reports tab, you've only got a few sales, right? By the end of the day, you're at five, maybe 10 sales or maybe more than that, maybe less. Plug in whatever number you maybe have some experience with, right? And maybe you even got a few reviews on review day, um, but one is from your mom and the other's from your dad. And then maybe a couple of the biggest fans you have that are part of your email list. And don't get me wrong, those reviews are fantastic. You know, they're so sweet and you're so grateful for those who are supporting you. But if mom and grandma are the only reviews you have on your book, well, that's not exactly the biggest indicator of success, is it? So wondering why the book didn't just fly off the shelves once you uploaded it to Amazon, you start looking more deeply into how to market your book. You start to really obsess over it. You go into the big fiction Facebook groups and comb through all their information and all these posts by other authors with all kinds of advice. I mean, there are always CPC ads and even newsletter promos, but maybe you don't have a whole lot of money to play with right now when it comes to marketing because this is your first book and you're not really making much. You can certainly post on social media like Instagram and TikTok, and you are, but you're also not seeing the best results from that. You understand that it takes time to grow something like that. 
So pretty soon, you're kind of at a loss as to how to market your book more effectively. And that's when you hear it. The advice. Capital T, capital A, as Chandler would say, right? The best way to market your book is to write another one. So just start focusing on book two. Once again, guys, this is terrible advice. Let me ask you this. Put yourself in a completely different situation. Let's say that you are exercising in some way. Doesn't matter what you're doing, whatever you like to do to exercise. So maybe you're outside, maybe you're at the gym, maybe you're in your own home and you're either lifting a weight or you're stretching or something like that and something goes wrong. Something tears or pops or just doesn't sound or feel quite right and you accidentally injure yourself, right? Would you immediately do the exact same exercise again that just injured you? (laughs) No, I'm willing to bet that you probably would not, right? It just wouldn't be smart. But basically, that's what this advice is telling you to do. You just went through a launch, you prepared the best that you knew how to prepare, and it flopped. And they're saying, oh, just go write your second book and the next launch will go better. Well, why would it go better if it didn't go well the first time? It's just not logical advice. Let's, let's try another analogy. Say you're following a recipe to bake something and it doesn't turn out. You know, say you're baking cookies or something and they just taste terrible when they come out of the oven. Well, you probably wouldn't want to use that exact same recipe in the exact same way. Now, granted, you might want to comb back through the recipe and what you did and see if maybe you accidentally did something wrong, like, um, you know, putting in the wrong amount of ingredients or not mixing something properly or, or something like that. But let's say for the sake of a hypothetical that you do go through everything and maybe you even make it again just to make sure that it wasn't the, an error on your part. And what you find out is that you did everything exactly right according to the recipe and it didn't work. OK, that just means that it's a flawed recipe. So would you continue to make that recipe over and over again? Of course not. You would go find something that works so that the end product is what you want it to be and what you were looking for, okay? And think about it this way. Even if you did make the recipe a couple of times, yeah, it's gonna be really frustrating if it doesn't work three times in a row, you know, whatever it takes for you to figure out that the recipe is just flawed. But in that case, we're talking about $20 maybe worth of ingredients, depending on what you're making and maybe two hours of your time, again, just depending on what the recipe is. But why would you do that same thing, the exact same thing that didn't work the first time for a book that takes hundreds of hours of your time to create? And if you did spend any money on marketing and it still flopped, maybe hundreds of dollars. (laughs) It's just not logical or beneficial for you to do this. So why do we hear this so often? Why do people recommend this? As I said before the intro, they probably really are trying to help, you know, as, as most people are. Most people are good and kind and they really are trying to help. But that doesn't mean that you should take everybody's advice, right? <laughs> um, so when people tell you to do this, they're probably thinking one of two things. One, either that your audience just isn't very big or two, that your writing just isn't quite up to par yet. So let's talk about both of those. Your audience isn't very big. The reason that they are recommending this is that they're kind of thinking that, you know, because it's your first book or you're still, you know, maybe it's not your first book, maybe it's your first or second or third book, but you're still pretty new to the author scene and you don't have a very big audience yet. You don't have very many people who've read your stuff, if any at all, and your email list is just not that big. But they're assuming that over time, as you write your second book, your audience will grow. 
more people will read your book, more people will join your email list. And so by the time you launch book two, you'll just have a bigger audience, which usually does mean more sales. Okay. So I can get behind that logic. There is a lot of truth there. You know, you're, you absolutely should always be growing your email list. And with any luck, it should grow before your next launch. And of course, a bigger audience usually means more sales. So it's not anything in their logic that is incorrect. But the problem is that number one, they don't always say that they just say, go write your next book, (laughs) which does not, you know, there are people who will take that and think that they can just write their next book and not realize that they need to be growing their audience. Okay, so it's just people are not going to do all the things they need to do in order to make what the person giving the advice is thinking happen for them, right? Because the advice is too broad and too simplistic and it's just not all encompassing enough, okay? Um, The other thing that they're probably thinking about is that maybe your writing just isn't quite up to par, up to where it needs to be. Now, I know nobody likes to hear this, but we need to be really honest with ourselves about this. The writing that we do for the first book we ever write is just not going to be as good as what we do in subsequent books. Okay, that's just that's just reality, guys. I mean, it's like anything else. It is a skill. You need to hone it. If you can get 10,000 hours of writing or write a million words in a year, then obviously you're going to be better than if you've only written 80,000, right? So they're probably, you know, if the book is the problem, you know, people are reading the book, and it's just not very skillfully written, then the people who give this advice are thinking, well, you just need to write more, you just need to practice more, you will get better over time. And your second book will probably be much better written than your first book, um, because you have one under your belt now. And so it will be more successful. Um, Once again, I can totally get behind the logic of this advice, because everything I just said is true in and of itself, right? However, (laughs) that doesn't mean that automatically you should just focus on your next book, right? Because once again, this advice of just write your next book, it doesn't encompass anything to do with helping the writer improve their writing, right? My worry is that people will take that and just stay in their own little bubble and write their next book without getting any help or second opinions or outsourcing at all. If I I mean, bottom line, if you know, even the people giving this advice to go ahead and start on your second book, they are recognizing that there is a problem, and that your book is not selling and did not launch well for a reason, right? So by all means, you should always be improving your writing, you should always be honing your craft, but you may need to get a little help with it. You know, even if it's just, I mean, obviously there are lots of options. You could take a course, you could get a coach, but even if it was just to find other authors and do a critique group once a week, which is free and just take some time, doing that, your writing will grow by leaps and bounds. And my worry is that by saying, oh, just just write your next book. I mean, it would be like a coach saying, oh, you didn't lose weight this week. Well, um, just run faster next week. I mean, (laughs) it's just not very sound advice. You've got to figure out what the problem is and go after the root of the problem, right? And doing this, just, just go write your next book thing. To me, it feels like you're burying your head in the sand and you're just going to repeat the exact same process, write your book the exact same way, market the exact same way, launch the exact same way, and just hope and pray that it goes better. And that is just not, it's not logical. And it's, that's not a marketing plan, guys. That's just a wing and a prayer, you know, and that's not the best way to approach your business if you want to be serious about it and actually make money at this, right? My biggest problem, though, with this advice 
is that to me, it shows a lack of knowledge on the part of the person who's giving it. And what I mean by that is that they don't know what the problem is. So they could not look at your launch and say, okay, this is what happened. Therefore, this is the problem. Therefore, this is what you need to fix. Okay. They, they don't have the skill to do that. And like I said, they're trying to be helpful, but if they can't do that, then the, the issue is that they don't know what the problem is. They know that there is a problem, but they don't know what it is and they don't know how to tell you to fix it. So they go, oh, um, gee, you know, just start writing your next book. And by the, by the time you get that one out, it'll be better, you know, but they're not actually even attempting to get to the root of the problem. And, and the thing is that the fiction author space is so new. We really are still in our infancy. And so this is just not well understood. It's not being talked about, right? People don't know um, how to help you fix it when something's wrong. So they just give you very general generic advice. And it might not even be bad advice, but it is very generic. And it's not going to help you solve your problem very quickly if you're just doing the same things over and over again and never getting help with them, right? Because if you couldn't get very many people to buy book one during your first launch, why would you suddenly be able to get lots of people to take action during your second launch using the exact same tactics? Or if you're in the other situation and your marketing's pretty good, if you were able to market, but you couldn't get people to connect with your book and they didn't like it and they didn't review it and they didn't tell their friends about it, what makes you think that writing your book exactly the same way for book two is going to be any different? You're going to keep hitting walls. So of course, you should always be growing your audience. You should always be honing your writing skills. But what I've come to realize is that if you had your marketing well in hand, if you knew how to draw the right audience to you, if you knew how to write marketing copy that would convert those potential readers into buyers, and you had a completely effective marketing plan, you should still be seeing fairly consistent sales, even if they're low level. Okay, guys, there are authors out there, usually romance authors, <laughs> who will start a new pen name, pop a book up onto Amazon, and it will sell 10,000 copies without them doing a single other thing. And everybody um, chalks that up to the fact that they are romance authors and romance readers are notoriously voracious. And so they just have a bigger audience. And there's, you know, there's some truth in that. They're definitely the numbers they're getting are coming from a very, very big audience who is actively looking for their books, right? But the fact of the matter is, some of these authors are not doing much in the way of marketing. They are not necessarily running ads to these books, right? They literally are doing what you did when you launched and your book flopped and theirs didn't. So even if you have a small audience, just because people search Amazon using keywords and search terms, people should still find your book organically. So even if you have a really small audience, like a really small, small genre or niche, maybe that means you will be getting far fewer sales than the romance authors were, but you should still be getting a steady trickle of them because people should be finding your book organically. Um, so if that's not happening, then there's a bigger problem that is not being addressed, right? So if you're not seeing any sales or if you're seeing some when you first launch and then FUD, <laughs> there's a problem. And simply writing book two is not going to improve upon that problem, okay? Contrary to popular belief, just writing your next book is not the best way to fix a book flop, okay? Especially if the problem is the book itself. So 
If it's just a matter of you not knowing how to market your book, because let's face it, when we are starting out, most of us don't, but your book is really stellar and everyone who reads it falls in love with it, then maybe just write another book might work in that case, because your audience will grow over time if you have a quality book to offer. But again, it's because people will be finding you organically, people will be talking about your book, and it may be really, really slow growth, but it will grow because you have a really good, high quality book, right? But if part of the problem is the book itself, the way that it's written, and on top of that, your book marketing isn't converting readers to buyers, and then you just decide to write book two, do you see what I mean? How it, it kind of becomes this downward spiral? You'll have the same problems with book two, the same issues getting readers to connect with it, and you're going to be writing the same inefficient marketing copy that isn't converting. So why would it suddenly start converting for book two? It just, it wouldn't. This is why I call this terrible advice, because it's like, it would be like in the example of, you know, you hurt, I guess I need to come up with an actual injury. Let's say you tore your rotator cuff, right? Um, and you said, man, that really hurt. Ouch. I don't want to do that again. Tell me, doctor, um, what should I do? And they go, oh, um, just go back to working out and be more careful. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> you're going to have the exact same problem again. You're going to get hurt again. Just like you're going to have the exact same problems with your book launch and it's going to flop again. Okay. You have to figure out what's wrong and you have to fix it. That's the only thing that is going to help you to have a much better launch the next time. Or better yet, if you can figure this stuff out before you launch, then maybe you'll have a great launch to begin with. Right? So Instead of taking this advice and just starting on your next book, what should you do instead? Number one, you need to figure out exactly where the problem is. So I've, I've gone over this a little bit, but let's be a little bit more specific here and pay attention. If you have not many people reading your book, bad or no reviews, sales up front, but then nothing moving forward, no one talking about your book to you, no one emailing you about it, no one asking where the next book in the series is, Guys, we're going to have to be brutally honest here and let you know that the problem is your book, okay? Um, once you get somebody to read your book, if you lose them because it's poorly written, because there's passive voice, because the characters are terrible and way too flat and generic, because the ending is not satisfactory, they're just going to peter out, okay? I mean, some people will get online and give you a bad review about how much they didn't like the book, but most people, like 90% of your readers, they just don't care enough to even write a review, right? They'll just be like, oh, yeah, that wasn't as good as I thought it would be, and they probably didn't finish the book, and then they just won't write a review, either because they don't care enough to, or because they just are not mean people, and they don't want to be mean and leave you a bad review online, right? But either way, you're either going to get bad reviews or no reviews or very few reviews, but you're not going to have people asking you for book two. If you wrote a really stellar book that um, helped your reader feel some emotion and some catharsis, they are going to want book two badly. You're going to be getting emails about this, okay? So if you got nothing, I'm telling you there's something wrong with the book, it doesn't mean you're a terrible writer. It doesn't mean you should stop writing. It means, you, it means you need to be honest with yourself and fix what needs fixing so that you can continue writing and actually see some results. Guys, in this business, you got to let go of your ego. And I know it's hard. I, I, I struggled with it too when I was beginning, right? But your ego is the surest way that you are going to fail, okay? You've got to say, okay, the writing was not very good or the story was not very good or whatever it was, Um but let me figure out how to fix it and be better. And then 
you won't have that problem anymore, right? So if it is your book, what I would recommend is talking to either a reader, a reviewer, um, maybe another author, if they're willing to look at the book for you and ask them what the problem is. Is it the story? Is it the characters that are boring? Is the writing not good? Is the editing not good? And keep in mind that you're probably going to want to use somebody who will be honest because your family might try to spare your feelings. And that's just not going to be helpful to you right now. So you need to figure out what it is and then decide what you want to do moving forward. Can you take a course? Can you get a book coach? Can you set up a, um, an author critique group? You know, something to help you get better at this. And then if that is the problem and you really revolutionize the way that you craft your story and create an amazing story the second time around that readers automatically connect with and are just, it's a page turner and they're salivating for the next one. Yeah, you're going to see a huge difference in your next launch. Okay, true story. So um, that's what it would be one of those things if your book is the problem. Now, Maybe it's not your book. Maybe your book truly is where it needs to be, but your marketing is the problem, okay? You have to have both, and they both need to be dialed in in order to be really successful. So you can, you'll be able to tell if it's your marketing if everybody who does read it gushes about it. You get really good reviews. You get um, those few who have read it are emailing you, asking you when the next book will be out. But the problem is you just can't get very many sales. You're having trouble scaling it, right? Um You know that that's your marketing because obviously you've created some emotion for those who have actually read the book, but this signals that either your marketing isn't drawing in the right readers or when it does, it's not converting them into buyers, right? And if that's the case, then you need to work on your marketing skills. You probably need to work on your copy, Um, you know, the the words you're actually writing in order to sell the book. So your blurb uh, in your emails uh, on social media, you need to learn how to write in a way that will convert people into buyers, And you just haven't figured that out yet. And that's okay. Most people don't know how to do that when they first start out. So some other tips, which these may seem a little bit obvious, but if you need more help with your writing, you can hone your craft through reading craft books, dissecting your favorite stories. You can get a fiction coach like me, or you can take a writing program that will help you to become better at developing a story. In terms of marketing, marketing is tough because There are literally a thousand ways to market your book and everybody will tell you something different and you'll try a lot of things and a lot of them won't work, mostly because when somebody has success at something, you're not usually seeing all the work that went into it. So if someone says, I started posting on Instagram three times a week and now every time I post, I sell 20 books and you go, oh, I could do that. But if your audience is not on Instagram and theirs is, if Um, Again, the things that you're writing are not converting people into readers, whereas maybe their copy is really good. If the posts are not exactly the same, if you don't have as many followers as them. I mean, there's so many different um, variables. And that's why for so many people, they'll say, okay, this person said this worked, I'm going to try it. And then it doesn't work for them. So marketing is hard, but you need to find somebody that knows what they're talking about. Um, What I teach in my course is not a particular platform for marketing. It is basic marketing principles and how to write copy that will convert people into buyers that you can use on any platform. So it's much more universal, right? But until you know how to do that, I mean, this is part of the problem, guys. Because our industry, like I said before, is still in its infancy, we have always done things to sell books 
that worked based on results, right? We would say, oh, okay, in the early days, all you had to do in 2012 was pop a book up on Amazon. It could have the most terrible cover and the most terrible blurb and even the most terrible editing you ever saw, and it would still sell a lot of copies because people were just excited and this was new. And then as time went by, okay, well, that's not working anymore, but you know what? As soon as people started posting on TikTok, man, they just started getting all kinds of sales. Well, now TikTok is becoming more saturated and the algorithm is changing, right? And people used to do, you know, certain tactics on Amazon to game the algorithm and get lots of downloads. And that's not working anymore. And BookBub featured deals, they still work, but they're not nearly as lucrative as they used to be, right? It just changes. And that's totally normal for any industry to evolve that way. But the problem is we've never operated on basic foundational marketing principles that will work for anything in any industry. Those don't change industry to industry. You just have to apply them to your own. And I feel like the fiction author space, um, because we're so young, we just always did what always worked without knowing why it worked, right? And that's why a lot of times when it would change, you would see authors falling away because those tactics weren't working for them anymore and they would just give up. So with marketing, if that's what you need help, I mean, the best thing I can tell you is you need to learn it better, <laughs> which is which is terribly generic advice as well. But um, I would encourage you to look into, you know, marketing principles rather than marketing tactics, because the tactics may work for a while and then they're going to change as the industry changes and technology changes and algorithms change. But if you can figure out basic marketing principles and apply them to any platform, you'll be set for life, okay? And that's what I endeavor to teach inside my program. So all of this, the book launch, the book marketing, the book writing, all of it is why I am teaching my program because over the years, I've just seen that it is hard. It's hard when you're trying to do something without the foundational principles of how to do it. It's like you're on quicksand all the time and some things will work and some things won't. And even when they do work, if you don't know why they worked, then it's really hard to replicate them, right? So in my program, I'll be teaching how to discover your unique story, which includes busting through block or indecision. There are ways to do that um, so that you never get tripped up by that again. But again, it's figuring out your unique story positioning it so that your readers connect deeply with it. And, and what does that mean when your readers connect de deeply? It means that you made them feel something. You made them feel some sort of strong emotion. You gave them some sort of catharsis. You um, designed your book to be a page turner so they couldn't stop reading and they're just salivating for more. It doesn't matter what your story is. It doesn't matter what your genre is. It doesn't matter who your characters are. You can still take any story, any characters and do this with them to just elevate your book. You know, it, it might be the exact same story, the exact same events, the exact same characters, but you can position it so that readers will connect with it emotionally. And that is how you get super fans, right? And I'm also going to be teaching um, how to market effectively beyond just bringing the right readers to your book so that you are actually converting them into buyers. And again, that's something that you can use on any platform and it will help elevate your sales. So I'm going to be launching this program um, probably in February. I had hoped to launch at the beginning of February, but everything always takes longer than I think it will. So it may be mid to late February now, but I will be letting you know very soon in the next few weeks, you'll hear more about it. I'm going to be doing a free training leading up to it. So as soon as I have that scheduled, I will let you know so that you can jump in and at least get the free training if nothing else. Um, but if you are interested in doing this, if you are interested in 
um, discovering your unique story in a way that is probably completely different than you've ever thought about it before. I promise you this program will change the way that you think about fiction, the way you approach fiction, certainly the way you write and market fiction. Um, but if you want to learn that, if you want to learn how to work through blocker indecision so that it never trips you up again and you always can figure out what's going to happen next in your story, if you're one of those people that has files of unfinished manuscripts on your computer, you know, I, I see you, I know you're there. Um, this will help you to not get blocked so that you can finish those always whenever you want. Um, if you want to learn how to position your story so that you can connect deeply with readers, how to design it to be a page turning, best-selling kind of manuscript, and of course, how to market it effectively so that even before CPC ads, you're still getting low levels of sales. Um, then this is something that you're going to be interested in. So if all of that sounds good to you, then hop on to the early interest list. I will put that in the show notes again. And this is just so that you do not miss any updates for when the program is coming out or when the free training is going to be. Um, I will email you as soon as I have those dates nailed down and then we'll go from there. But anyway, I hope this was helpful. And I hope that you, if you have launched a book and it's flopped, that this can help you just kind of, I don't know, do a debrief so that you are figuring out what went wrong, how you can fix it, and just be positive about it moving forward. Like I said, let go of your ego. And if you really, really want this, if you want to be successful at this, you absolutely can be, but you have to be willing to do the work to fix wherever the problems are. Okay. So that is what I have for you today. Everyone have a wonderful week of writing and editing and possibly launching if that's something you're doing. Um, but yeah, that's it for today, and I'll be back next week. Until then, I will send you out and manifest for you health, happiness, creativity, and many, many, many royalties. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for listening today. Before you go, would you be willing to do me a solid? If you found any value at all in this episode today, would you be willing to share it with other authors just like you in the hopes that they might find some value in it as well? Happy story crafting this week. Remember, only you can bring the world the unique story that you are trying to tell. Only you can succeed in your own unique way in getting it out of your mind and your heart and into a medium where it can reach thousands if not millions of salivating readers. You don't have to worry about failure because there is always a market for awesome.